Hey there, it's Carrie here at Get Your Vibe Right. And I don't know about you, but I have been struggling with distraction lately. And I wouldn't even call it distraction. Like, I know this. I know what's going on here. This is avoiding. This is super avoidant behavior on my part. This happens to me when I don't know the next step to take, when I feel overwhelmed by everything I have to get done, when I'm not feeling good and I want to shift my mood. And so instead of doing this with intention, and I have a lot of tools. I have a lot of tools. These are things I talk about to do this, processes, get out a pen and paper, um, mind games that I I recommend doing. And I do do them. Like, I don't want to make it seem as though I don't. But I do find in our world today, there are so many other things, devices especially, that can just take my mind off of it. They can just take me to a different place, transport me somewhere else, give me something to laugh at, give me something to feel inspired by. And those things can be great, but they are avoidant behavior. That is me avoiding the real issue. It is a (laughs) band-aid. It's popping a pill. It's treating the symptom and not the cause. And the cause of my desire to not do the thing that I should be doing or my desire to not unpack the feelings that I have and find out where they're coming from so that I can do the work of healing them and feel better so I don't need to distract myself. (laughs) I don't need that avoidant behavior. And for me, this often shows up Well, first of all, okay, so the reason I'm talking about this is because I actually just listened to one of Shalene Johnson's podcasts. She's wonderful. I've been following her for a long time, but I just kind of doubled down on Shalene recently (laughs) again. And um, she's not everybody's uh, mentor for sure, but she definitely speaks to me. And so she was talking about distraction and she had a three-step process for figuring out like where's this coming from right so the first thing that she talked about was and she recommended doing this on paper I would also recommend doing this on paper I will be doing it when I get back to my home office getting out a piece of paper and writing down the why why do I get distracted so this is going to take some honesty on your part and maybe even a few days or a week of observation when do I get distracted? When do I allow myself? When do I let myself get distracted? Or when am I engaging in avoidant behavior? For me, that avoidant behavior tends to look like social media scrolling, <laughs> tends to look like Netflix, Prime, getting getting an episode or two in at the end of the day, which isn't bad, but What becomes revealed to you when you do this little exercise is the why. And this is what is causing me more anxiety than is necessary in my life. Because one of my whys is that I feel overwhelmed by the amount of things I feel I must do 
in order to move my business forward. And I feel overwhelmed that there are days when I don't have a solid plan of action. And on those days, the day wins. I do not win the day, the day wins me. (laughs) And so looking at myself as she was, as I was listening to this podcast, I'm noticing a couple different whys for me. Why I feel overwhelmed and I don't know my next step. What am I doing this hour of my day? The other one is feelings. I'm pretty good at this one, although overwhelm and anxiety are feelings I tend to avoid. Like I'm much better. I've done a lot of work. Here's what I would say. I've done a lot of work at moving out my old feelings of grief of abandonment, of upset, disappointment, sadness, anger, those things. I've spent a lot of time dealing with those, but I've never seen myself as an anxious person. Like I've never identified as somebody who has anxiety. And the truth is I do, (laughs) as many of us do, especially in today's overstimulated society where mostly what we see reflected at us are people, the the aspect of people's lives where they are winning. And it makes us feel like we're not. And so I have more anxiety now than I had before social media, because I'm comparing. That's a topic for a whole nother podcast. But I have not done as much work on my emotional load of anxiety as I have in some of these other emotions. So when I feel anxious, I tend to be avoidant of that. It's not comfortable for me. I don't like it. I would rather just distract myself with something that makes me feel better, put a Band-Aid on it, and pretend that everything is okay. (laughs) Can you relate? (laughs) Have you ever done this? Yes. So The why is really important. Then she had us look at the how. So how are we distracting ourselves? What form does that take? I have known for a while that my how, one of my hows, I have several, one of my hows is actually, I'm hungry. I need some food. I now I work from home office, which means that anytime I want, my my refrigerator, my cabinet are just, you know, 12 steps away and I can indulge in that. It's not actually that I'm hungry. I have used that, I have trained my body and my brain to use that as a way to get up from my computer and not have to do the thing I'm facing down to get myself out of the discomfort of the unknown, I would say, because I have never run a business before. For me, there's a lot of things that feel uncomfortable because I've never done them before. And so I, I, I love doing the things I'm comfortable at because I know I'm good at them. And I'm a girl who likes a win. I'm someone who likes to know I'm getting it right. And that you know, have a high need to get it right and for it to be done well. And when I've not done something before, the discomfort of that drives me to have the impulse, oh, you're hungry actually. Get up and go to go go grab something to eat and then come back and deal with this. That's one of my distractions. 
There are others grabbing my phone, for example, and scrolling, checking, did anybody like my post? Have any of my friends sent me any cute memes? And I tell myself, it's only going to take you a minute. Like this is two minutes. You'll be on here for two minutes and then you'll feel better. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, bless you if you can do that. I'm not so good at that. And I will spend, you know, 20 minutes later, I click, I finally, finally overcome my brain. And I'm like, what are you doing? You got to get out of here. You have things to do. And I'll click out and then I'll be like, oh crap, you know what? I actually went into Facebook to message somebody that I needed to message for my business. <laughs> but I got distracted by that little red number up there on the bell and uh, pff, that was it. So that's, uh, I have to be better at that. And another one that Shaleen pointed out that I do and I did not realize until she said this was I will reach out to other people and see if they need my help with something like oh my gosh my friend she's super struggling she's going through a really hard time right now let me just message her and um, see how she's doing and then my perception is I get a win because I'm being a good friend I'm being the one who's reaching out and staying in touch and supporting. But in reality, <laughs> this is definitely distracting me away from the things I need to be doing. So what I recognized is, oh crap, I, oh my gosh, yes, I'm, I'm doing that. I have to admit that, I have to own that. And I need to find the balance. I do want to be a supportive friend. I do want to be there for people. So then um, I need to schedule it. Basically, that's, and, and this is like the third step. Um, I also have found that when I don't know what I'm going to be doing next, then I tend to be like, oh, I've got time. I've got time to do this other thing. You know, those are the things they're not really moving the needle for me on a personal growth level or on a professional level. And so even though I might see them as something that's really productive and I get the feeling of a win, the truth is I am not actually getting what I need to get done to be feeling that I'm moving forward in my life. And this, just this little three-step process really helped me to discover some things I didn't know about myself. So maybe like me, if you are to break this down, you might find out that you are avoiding things or you're being distracted, which oftentimes I would say our distractions are kind of a hidden way that we are avoiding and that we are uh, soothing ourselves. I think that this is actually a lot of self-soothing behavior. And maybe we could almost see it as self-medicating as well. I know that we tend to think of self-medicating as something we do with a substance. But honestly, self-medicating can come from, you know, the, it's all about hormones, right? The dopamine hit that we get when somebody has liked our post or commented on it, especially somebody who's, you know, whose external validation is important to us. <laughs> 
we get a little dopamine hit from that. And that is a way of soothing anxiety. That's a way of soothing feelings of not being loved. And so really, what is the underlying emotion in most cases that is driving me to do these things or unconsciously do these things is actually a better way to say it. Once we become conscious of them and have a process like this to kind of unpack them and identify what is going on mechanically for us, it can be information and data that reveals what's going on emotionally for us. There's always an underlying emotional cause, I think, for all of our behavior. We, it's a reaction. We are reacting to something that's unresolved inside of us. And even these kinds of behaviors, if you're struggling with an addiction to social media, if you're struggling with avoidant behaviors, if you are struggling with food or other things that you know that you're using on some level to self-soothe, be brave. Be brave. Show up for yourself and ask yourself the hard question. Do it for the you you're going to be a month from now and a year from now and 10 years from now because you don't want to be sitting on the couch watching Netflix in a year or a decade and feeling the same way, having that same underlying feeling that you have now. You don't. You don't. There is a bigger, more powerful part of you that wants to feel good, that wants to feel free from this emotion, from this anxiety, whatever it is. Tap into that. It will lead you, it will guide you, and it will never let you down. And it is always there for you and you always have access to it and as weird and as crazy as it sounds (laughs) to do that give it a try ask your inner knowing ask your inner guidance for a little bit of help a little bit of a push a little bit of pulling back the curtain and revealing what's really going on And then commit to making a change. Commit to doing things differently. Commit to at least just being aware of when you're doing it. Not so that you can beat yourself up about it. (laughs) But so that you can recognize that you're gaining ground on it. You are making a change. Even awareness is a change. Becoming more aware is the first step to freedom. So if you're struggling with distraction, like I am, admittedly so, then maybe you too want to do this little three-step process. Identify the why you are distracted or avoiding. Identify the when it's happening to you. What are you in the process of doing when that impulse to, to, to do something else, to, to give in to that distraction comes up? And... How are you 
distracting yourself. What form does that take? So writing those three things down can be very helpful in just having more awareness around this. And then have a little conversation with yourself. Have a little conversation and say, I deserve this. I am committed to being a better version of me. And this is the one thing I'm going to tackle in the next week. I'm going to take this on and see how far I can get with this over the next week. And I'm going to be supported by a greater part of me that wants to be free of this. And I'm going to follow the impulses of that greater part of me. And this is going to be easy. And this is going to be quick. Okay? So if you're still listening... (laughs) You and I got a lot in common. We love talking about this stuff. You are moving forward in your life. You are making changes. You are recognizing things about yourself you've never recognized before. And I would love to have you as part of my tribe, my high vibe tribe, as I call it here at Get Your Vibe Right. So I would love it if you would subscribe. And I would also love it if this made you think of somebody that you love. If in listening to this, you thought, you know what, that person probably could really benefit from this. And I think they would really hear it the way Carrie's describing it. Please share this with them. Not because I want to use you as a tool to grow my business or my message, (laughs) not at all, but because I want to help them. I want them to know that there's somebody out there who can support them lovingly through this process, who can put things in a way that they understand and make them actionable and implementable in their life. So join my high vibe tribe.